Job done then by the Mumbai Indians, not without its share of hiccups. They were matching CSK nearly like for like in the power play. Lost their top order early. Mukesh Chaudhary had an excellent spell supported by Simarjit Singh in what was a bizarre game at the Wankhede Stadium where 15 wickets have fallen for 200 runs in less than 31 overs. Mumbai have ended up on the right side of the result. They make it 1-1 this season against their arch-rival CSK and they put a mathematical end to MS Dhoni's team's chances for the playoffs this season. Both these two teams now should finish somewhere near the bottom of the table, if not at the foot of the IPL points table. This is Maruti Suzuki presents ESPN Cricket for T20 Timeout, powered by Icona and 5G Bilia from Piyush Chawla in just a moment. Before that, Sanjay Manjrekar. Looks all easy at the end, but gee, the moving ball still asks questions from top order batters, Sanjay. Yes, and um, arch rivals, but uh, it was a yeah. match and a reflection of two teams that have had a horrendous uh, IPL season. It was a match... Uh, <laughs> which was almost beef-fitting <laughs> team that are lined up on 9 and 10. You know, it's unfortunate to see. It's like, you know, how the mighty have fallen. Mm. You know, I mean, it was ridiculous. The pitch had something. The ball was swinging. But these kind of scores, and the team chasing as well, had some nervous moments. was quite, as you said, bizarre. Mm. Piyush, would you say the same? That if you take away the two teams that played and hide their names, don't tell anyone it's Mumbai Indians, don't tell anyone it's CSK, you would have said, yeah, these two teams are probably ninth and 10th on the points table? 100% because if you see the way the game started, like once you get team all out for 97, so you expect them to just, you know, go through that total easily. But here it looked totally a different ball game and they were like 33 for 4 and one at one point of time that Chennai will make a game out of it. And he was absolutely right, 14 overs to get there. Hmm. Yeah, prediction from at least, at, least, at, at least at least one prediction was right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, don't worry, we have a lot of time. Piyush. We'll get some of these right. But I, I don't want to spend too much time on this. But I do want to ask you whether you know there is something just because you love analyzing batting to such detail. What is it about the moving ball that exposes even the international batters, let alone the uncapped ones? Uh, see, Rohit Sharma's dismissal, I especially sort of focused on that. Uh, because it was like him hanging his bat out and getting caught uh, behind or in the slips. But that's something Rohit Sharma doesn't do anymore. You know, this is a guy who had an incredible series in England where, like Virat Kohli, when he got to those runs in England 2013, uh, or was it a mm. little later? Uh, whatever. It was about leaving balls. And uh, Rohit Sharma leaves these kind of balls in Test cricket, but this was him trying to put bat to ball. Swinging ball is a problem with most batters and Piyush is involved in today's cricket and he might look at a lot of players uh, more than me first time. But nobody's really practicing that art anymore. How do I be you know, great against the swinging ball? The one thing you've got to do against the swinging ball is leave it alone. And you can't do that much in T20. You can do in this game. But once the ball starts swinging, it's just that batters today don't spend enough time training themselves to play the swinging ball, as simple as that. Yeah, Piyush, I've heard that before, you know, there's not a lot of time where teams are practicing a defence or a good leave or how to play the swinging ball. Are they just expecting the ball to not swing and today was a rare occasion where the ball just kept doing something? Yeah, uh, if you see the IPL or any other international matches, so wickets are, especially for the white ball format, the wickets are so flat so if something happens like here and there and uh, we can see the batsmen struggling, it's not only about the swinging deliveries, even if it starts spinning a bit, you can see batsmen struggling because if, nowadays we have so many side armors they just throw the ball at you and you just keep on banging it straight or whatever shots you want to practice. And when you're throwing with that uh, side armor stick, 
it doesn't swing nothing happens it just comes straight on to your bat so you are not uh, used to of playing those swinging deliveries and those spinning balls so sanjay bhai was absolutely spot on because uh, nobody practices that now i have a question piyush i'm uh, you know imagining a typical batter say somebody like a virat kohli or a top order batter who bats in the top four how is his uh, batting session when he bats in the nets how does it typically go about so whatever like uh, especially for white ball sanjay bhai what batters do they just go they play few balls from the bowlers like uh, somebody like say 15 balls or 20 balls on uh, at spinners net and maybe if somebody is facing some problems against seamers so they'll play like 25 balls there and after that they just take that side armor with every team nowadays you see there are two to three side armor they just take them and then they keep on just you know that side armor keep on throwing that ball at the batter and they just keep on hitting those big shots so that you don't see many of the batters just going out there and playing those drives or anything they just want them to bowl in their slot and they just want to you know tong in the to straight down the ground or they just make sure they get those short balls and they practicing those pull uppercut all that so if you are not playing the bowler because bowler is somebody who can just come and uses his skills at the net when he's practicing he can spin the ball he can swing the ball he's bowling the slowers but with that those side arm stray sticks you don't get that kind of a facility also you know to maybe the the preparation now is a more a pragmatic one mm. because how often do you see the yeah, ball swinging or turn yeah so might as well prepare yourself for what's going to come along more often than not so i can understand that great to have piyush here because it's the mm. first time we have got an insight into an actual net session the side armor by the way i don't know how many um, you know cricket fans would know what is a side armor yep. but it's something that you know yeah, most course, teams have ragu is a popular character yeah. one of those who <laughs> tends to do the throwdowns effectively with what is now devised engineered to send the ball down without much effort uh, quick enough for batters to hit so that's what happens i also also believe a lot of the swing bowlers don't bowl as much uh, in the nets either so it's not like you have the opportunity to play a moving ball that often right as we've discussed before these are things that happen once in a while but we did bring up a chat in the pre show i'd like to extend on that about the prospect of a mukesh choudhury next season with Deepak Chahar, and is this is something that if MS Dhoni remains as captain, Sanjay, that we can expect from CSK next year? And does it sound like an exciting prospect to you? Yes, along with Mumbai Indians, who now seem to have three quality seam bowlers. Same with CSK as well. Deepak Chahar is a seasoned bowler, and uh, you know there's more than just swing with Mukesh Chaudhary. He's got pace in the air. Yeah. He can go short and get that ball up as well. And with Thikshana, who I thought today bowled a slightly different line, he should have been more in the stumps and full. trying to get wickets but uh, around these three a decent bowling attack can be developed uh, they'll have to look at mm. their batting issue but that also is slowly getting sorted out isn't it yeah. interesting that the team has got no chance but they're finishing at the bottom but with some promise sure piyush uh, what about mukesh choudhary now i know i asked you this in the pre show but he's now got the most power play wickets this season <coughs> this is a significant improvement to the bowler now you expect him to keep his place in csk's 11 going forward even with deepak chahar back coming back in 100% he deserves that place and he has earned that spot the way he has bowled throughout the season for csk obviously he started off slowly because when you come at that kind of a league you have some butterflies in your stomach but as the tournament progressed he got his confidence and the way he's bowling and the biggest asset is he can move the ball around and another thing is he can come and bowl in slog as well because we have seen we have seen lot of swing bowler in this ipl like who comes and just bowl in the 
they finishes off in like first 10 overs or sometimes in by by end of 14th over they're done but we have seen mukesh choudhary bowling in slow overs as well because he got those uh, slower ones and he can bowl that good yorker so he's definitely a you know brilliant prospect for chennai whether it's just swinging for one over two overs or five overs you think if a opening batter has to face deepak chahar one end mukesh choudhary the other that's a rare sort of contest or challenge that you don't really get from teams in the ipl next ipl obviously won't be played in mumbai yeah. <laughs> you know most of the matches will be elsewhere so it may not happen as dramatically but swing still does wonders and that's why deepak chahar has such a great record because he doesn't go too much away from his course strength but the difference between chahar is he rarely bowls in the death and you'll have somebody like a mukesh choudhary bowling in the death all right fair enough uh, csk fans something to look forward to next season might even open up deepak chahar to bowl at different phases in the absence of Shardul Thakur, whenever he does return, in what is a team likely now to be led by Ms. Dhoni, you think. Let's have a quick chat on the Mumbai Indians before we wrap things up. Sanjay Manjrekar was all for a creative batting order in pursuit of this target of 97. The creativity came with Dan Sams at number three. Now, what did you make of it? Could did Mumbai miss a bit of a trick sending in <coughs> Kristen Stubbs when he did, and poor fellow second ball duck? Yeah, but these are the things sometimes that frustrate me because these are tactics. it's not something that happens in the heat of the moment and everybody makes mistakes and we all made mistakes but this is careful planning now here's a game where you're chasing just 80 odd uh, what's the point of rohit sharma going out and opening the innings with ishan kishan you know it was great to have somebody like a tristan stubbs let's not forget somebody is opening the innings as opposed to coming in with two wickets down different pressure so if you're building a team and if you made that comment at the toss uh, with an eye on the future then do everything possible to get these guys whatever little mm. confidence you can get in a game that you're going to win even tim david i would have had him up the order tristan stubbs up the order uh, sams was i don't i don't know uh, that was an interesting move to say the least i can understand ishan kishan wanting to open and get some runs but rohit sharma should have uh, got stubbs to open if you believe that he's even better than a devil brevis who has shown some talent give him the best possible platform you see a lot of these iconic big name players all wanting to bat in the top 3 so there must be some um, fun right batting in the top 3 give that privilege to okay. some of the younger players sometimes all right let's get piyush's thoughts who did say at half time he wouldn't mind the regular openers coming out we we were wondering when dan sams is going to get more chance with the bat of all the days they sent him today piyush would you have done things differently well i was okay with opening uh, partnership but yeah after that the uh, the way they wanted to say like uh, they want to build a team for future so definitely that uh, stuff should have come up the order at least uh, the number where daniel sams came in because daniel sams is a pretty decent batter but uh, not at number that number where he came to bat so you should have sent the proper batter to bat and if you are looking trying to build the team for the future and tim david as sanjay bhai mentioned because he is a proper batter he's like not even like a batting all rounder i think he's a proper mm-hmm. batter so he should have come little up instead like uh, when they sent that rithik shokin so instead of rithik shokin he would have come at that number okay fair enough let me get some quick thoughts on rithik shokin and tilak varma piyush these two are <coughs> keepers for the future you think tilak varma continues to impress he's now he is or he was anyway mumbai's leading run scorer this season but gets runs even tough runs well uh, You guys have seen him only here and seen him lot and get in the way he goes about his business. He's a brilliant batter. He gets lot of runs for this team, Hyderabad. Even one game against uh, when I was playing uh, for Gujarat and he was playing for Hyderabad on a slow wicket where it was tough to score runs. He scored some seventy-five odd. 
so at that time itself he looked very impressive and i told him immediately after that game that uh, i'm sure there are teams who are looking for you in this ipl auction for sure so he looked uh, very confident and the way he goes about his business and the best part about it is that game sense if team wants to accelerate he can do he can do that if team wants him to you know anchor the inning he can do that so he's a brilliant player to be there you know just to groom for future mm, sanjay game sense you know that's the key term and if you have those kind of players in your side you always going to win pressure matches you will win matches where suddenly things have changed and you've got a you know pretty uh, calm head game sense kind of player in your team and i thought rithik shokin as well showed some game sense so these are the players that you want to really have in your squad hmm. all right that is pretty much it though before i leave piyush and sanjay maybe just get one comment on them from what i'm picking up is something that's irked fans on social media about how in a game or in a league of the standard and stature of the ipl we could have such a situation where a power cut or power failure leads to a fallen drs who knows if this could have been an ipl final or a crucial game between two teams desperate to make the playoffs is this something which the administration needs to look into did it seem a bit odd to you that we've had to face such an issue or would you sympathize i would sympathize uh you know such things are beyond your control the best effort is made to make sure nothing of this kind happens we sometimes lose uh, light in the towers as well the one thing i've always maintained is when there was that glitch in technology maybe it hurt one team today more than the other but it's fair for both sides plum like before would not have been given and mumbai indians would not have had the option to review that so it was fair for both sides unfortunate that it, it has happened but doesn't happen very often in the ipl in fact you know ipl when you look at logistical sort of the challenge mm. that the ipl has i mean you've got to say it's come out with flying colors i mean how many matches you're talking about every year yeah fair enough let's ask piyush as well he's played a lot of those matches piyush yeah for uh, these are things which can happen and like it never and i think this is a happen at the end of the day it's a machinery and that can happen mm-hmm. like anywhere anytime so that's really okay to be very honest yeah i mean i think it's the kind of things that uh, that riles up the non players the novices mm-hmm. the audience and especially if one team has suffered but like sanjay manjrekar points out it was fair for both it could have easily happened the other way so one of the things that i guess we just have to live with uh, otherwise the ipl is a high standard tournament we know that right thank you to piyush chawla and to sanjay manjrekar nice early finish as we relieve them on maruti suzuki presents espn cricket for t20 timeout powered by iqo 95g points table will reflect that uh, mumbai and csk now pretty much are in the battle for the wooden spoon if mumbai can manage a couple of wins if csk falter then they swap places otherwise that's where they'll likely finish you think unless punjab kings have a pretty poor finish to this season they are in action tomorrow against bangalore so join us for that one we also asked you who's going to score a 50 in the chennai mumbai match well 50 would have been half the runs of the team if you would have managed it but nobody did today and uh, therefore you might as well leave this out for now it's good that you got busy though sanjay mumbai indians and csk got 50s very as good as a team excellent and therefore we'll give sanjay manjrekar a break tomorrow and we will have inshallah <laughs> back in a few days too join us tomorrow as daniel vitorian akash chopra should be with us thank you gentlemen and uh, we look forward to your company just after the toss 7 pm for punjab bangalore for uh, tomorrow's game good night <laughs>